0: Yo, welcome to a uh, mini mini-episode this week. Unfortunately, the week kind of got away from me this week. I uh, won't go into it, but been a tough week. been one of those weeks, man. This has been um test, you know? This week's really been a test. I think sometimes in life you get tested and this week has been it. I think every aspect of me has been tested this week. Some of it I'll talk about, some of it I won't, but... Uh, professionally, uh, you know, and personally, that's the thing, you know, I got hit with all of it this week, just all of it, I mean, as I said, I won't go into every last detail, but we'll start with the professional stuff, move to the personal stuff, professionally, just, you know, and again, without too much detail, just sort of one of those if it can go wrong it will type weeks just if it can go wrong it will and man did a lot of shit go wrong this week Ugh. just general entrepreneur running a small business type stuff you know just sort of the 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 just just the stuff that can go wrong all of it think of it what are you thinking yeah yep that happened yep that too Yep. Oh yeah, we did that. Yep. Yep. No, it was uh it was a week, man. And then personally, of course, the funeral of my grandmother. You know, it didn't hit the emotion did not hit me until I was actually standing looking into her coffin, standing in the funeral home. And I'll talk about that too. The way they did the I thought the way they did the funeral was very nice. Um Okay, so that's sort of, I'm going to get to all that. We're going to talk football, of course, as well. I just want to kind of circle around back to the beginning and, and talk about, I am actually recording this right now from the spare room, the spare bedroom at my house because I am quarantined. Let's start there. Let's start with why I'm quarantined. So about two hours ago, I went and got a rapid test, and I came back negative, so that's the good news, and apparently those things are 95% accurate, so okay, I'm I'm liking my odds there, uh, I don't feel any symptoms whatsoever, but I found out that earlier this week, I was in close proximity to somebody who later tested positive, so... Uh, I just found that out today, and as I say today, it is a Saturday evening right now. It's about 6.30 p.m. Saturday, or as we call it in western New York. It's about an hour and 45 minutes till Buffalo Bills football. And uh, yeah, so I found out this afternoon that earlier this week I was in close proximity to somebody who tested positive and therefore had to go get a rapid test, but luckily that came back negative, so... Uh, But Captain COVID, a.k.a. my wife, a.k.a. Ryan Elizabeth Bouchard-Guglielmo, does not take a negative test to uh, mean that I don't have to quarantine. So I am staying in the spare room for at least a few days. If no symptoms develop, she says I can go and get another rapid test later this week. And if that, too, comes back negative, then I am allowed to uh, be out in my house. Now, here's the thing between you and I. It's awful being quarantined because I miss my child. I have a two-year-old son who right now, as we speak, I can hear playing downstairs, and I want so badly to be a part of that. Other than that, we're talking about, you know, ordering, like, whatever I want to eat tonight to watch the Bills game. Like, I just order delivery and being... For the most part, left alone during the Bills game. And then tomorrow for the Browns game, same thing. I'm going to order pizza and be left completely alone. And I have my laptop from from work uh, here with me so I can get some work done. And I'm not going to lie, there are parts of being quarantined that are fucking amazing. Uh, But of course... I miss my baby. That's the pro- That's the whole thing. Like literally, if it wasn't for Leo, this would actually be great. I'd be like, "This is amazing." I used to always. That's the thing. I used to always say that on the radio. Like whenever I would get uh, sick, I would say, "This is so close to being amazing because, like, you just get to stay home and watch movies all day." <laughs> like, the problem is you can't enjoy it because you're miserable. Last February, when I was sick, and I know I'm like everybody else, I think I had COVID. But uh, last February, when I was really sick, for about missed a whole week of work, most I've ever missed in my life. Uh, I it was it was so close to being awesome. I mean, imagine getting to lay in bed for a week. It kind of sounds amazing until you have to actually do it. Um, and when you actually do it, a the boredom, but b the feeling like shit part kind of makes it not so nice. So anyway. I'm in quarantine at home. I'm fine, though. I got a negative test. I have no symptoms. And as long as I continue to have no symptoms, I am going to go get a second test just to be sure. The exposure happened um, Wednesday, like Wednesday all day, I guess, would be when I was truly really exposed. I did see this person as well on Thursday, but it was very, very brief on Thursday. So I think that on Wednesday would be. When it's possible that I had been exposed. So um, hopefully three days later here Saturday. Hopefully that's an accurate negative. But we'll see. Um, yeah let's talk about Grandma Lucy's funeral a little bit. I thought they did a really good job of it. Uh, it was immediate family only. There was a total of I think 10 attendees. Uh, they had a priest there. And they had uh, of course the funeral director was there. But it was very very spread out. And outdoors. And um you know, everyone got to kind of go up one at a time, and, uh, I get to see, yeah, I hadn't been to my, my grandfather's grave in a while, obviously my grandma got buried with grandpa, um, it was, it was pretty sweet, you know, it was, my, my father was, uh, was crying a bit, which is of course emotional, you know, my poor dad, and this is the part, so ever since my grandma died, I've cried one time, you know, other than that, I've been pretty stoic about it, but here's the, the difficult thing and what makes it hard for me. See, my grandma herself, she was 91 years old. She has had Alzheimer's for the better part of a decade. And for the last five years, her life has been basically sitting in a corner at a nursing home mumbling to herself. So as far as the actual Lucille Gugliamo goes, this probably was a means to an end. You know, this was like, she can finally rest in peace. But my father, that's where I'm sad. My father lost his mom. You know, that's his mom. He lost his father. Now he lost his mother. He lost his sister in a car accident. And his brother currently has uh, ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. So I feel terrible for my father. I mean, I think about the family he grew up with. He grew up with, you know, mom, dad, brother, sister, and, and three out of the four are gone. And, and the, the fourth, who's still here, he can't, literally can't speak. So my fourth, poor father is so isolated now. And, of course, his son, he's got me. I moved to Rochester, New York on him, so I'm gone. Uh, you know, he's got my mom, of course. And then my little brother still does live there in town. or well, he lives a couple towns over, but same thing. But still, you know, I'm just so sad for him because everything he grew up with, he doesn't have anymore. And, and that's... That's what makes me sad, but the um, the funeral itself, I thought they did a good job of. I was a little bit nervous on my way there because you know what they say they say no gatherings, don't be around people. But this this had all the uh, this was very COVIDified. You know the the funeral home director obviously this wasn't his first rodeo under COVID, so he uh, he was t- you know I was kind of talking to him a little bit and I was asking him about the difficulty of running funerals during covid and he was telling a story about how it's just you know part of his job i mean his job is comforting people and that's what a job that is by the way funeral home director the entire job is always you're always dealing with people while they are absolutely as sad as they've ever been I mean, that's crazy. What a job to sign up for. And then, and here's the reward when you leave, when you're no longer with them, when, when you, you know, you, you go, you, you're with them, you console, you leave, now you got to go hang out with a dead body. <laughs> I don't mean to make it funny, but like, what a job. Who the fuck, man, you, how do you sign up for that gig in life? To be a funeral home director? How do you sign up for that? That's tough. I don't know. That takes a special something. One of these guys that works for me right now is actually in nursing school. And I was talking to him about, you know, it takes a special person to be completely fine with wiping another adult human being's butt <laughs> <laughs> or or and blood. Like, you know, nurses seeing blood, drawing blood, things like that, being able to give people shots. Like, that's shit. I just don't have the – I just don't have it in me. That's a gene I think you got to have in you. And I just, I just don't have that gene in me. Uh, same thing with being a funeral director, you know. Being alone with a dead body and basically having to, like, manhandle a dead body and putting makeup on it. And all that shit you got to do. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I've been doing this thing, and I've done this twice now, where... And I did it at my grandfather's funeral and then at my grandmother's funeral that I had never done before in life. And honestly, you know, I'm lucky enough to say I've I've only been to a handful of funerals my whole life. This is probably my fifth or sixth funeral. Um. But I reached into the casket. Are you supposed to do this? Tell me if this is weird. I reached into the casket to kind of like put my hand on my grandmother's arm. Uh, And I remember I did that for my grandfather, too, where I kind of like reached into the casket and like put my hand on his arm. And the thing that is so weird about it is how hard their bodies are, because I guess and I don't know enough about this. I should have done the research, but I guess the whatever chemical or whatever they put in the body to keep it kind of vibrant for a few days so that it doesn't begin to decay and we can have a funeral and a, and a sighting and everything or a viewing, a sighting, <laughs> a viewing. Uh, I guess they have to put some chemical in there and then, yeah, man, it makes the body like rock hard. It's weird, weird. Uh, you want to talk a little football? I guess we should. I said mini episodes shouldn't be any longer than fifteen minutes. How are we doing so far? Eleven minutes. Okay. I can do this. So this is this is a little rough. I don't I'm not gonna talk about the Bills much because as I record this, the Bills haven't played yet, but as you hear this, they have played. I'm gonna go on the record with my prediction, though. And wait a minute, let me get my phone so I can tell you exactly it is six thirty seven PM on Saturday, January sixteenth. So if this prediction turns out to be right, I don't want you saying I edited this in, okay? Uh, I got – God, so many people are going to kill me for this. I got the Ravens 24-21. I know. I'm so mad at myself for even saying that. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for me to pick the Ravens. It's it's just tough for me to think that the Bills – are going to be able to stop Lamar Jackson. That's it. It's just the guy's too fucking hard to stop, man. He's too hard to stop. The Bills defense hasn't... The Bills have had an amazing passing game this year. They know how to score points. But God almighty, Lamar Jackson can throw the ball, but God damn, he can run. It's going to be tough for the Bills to contain him. It's tough for anybody to contain him. Now, here's the one I can talk about. That hasn't happened yet. So I'm excited. The Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't believe it is January 16th and I am a fan of a football team that is still playing. Well, the rest of the country has the Browns with no chance whatsoever. In fact, I've been listening to Sports Talk TV all week. That's what we play at the plant in the background. And all week, every commentator has basically said, it's obviously the Chiefs game to lose. Don't count the Browns out. Miracles happen, you never know, but still (laughs) basically saying the only way the Browns possibly win this game is if the Chiefs completely screw it up, which, you know, here's the thing. The Cleveland Browns have a couple things going for them. They have uh, the ability to run the football, and they've got, you know, uh, an okay passing game. So if the Browns are able to run it pretty successfully, but here's the thing the Chiefs know about the running game. They're going to be able to stop them, right? Derek Henry from the Titans, he went in and was supposed to run all over the Chiefs last year. The Chiefs knew that's what the Titans were going to do. They stopped him. Now it's the Browns coming in with their two running backs. Kareem Hunt, of course, yeah, he's going to run like, A little extra because this game means a lot to him, being a former Chief. But nonetheless, the Chiefs know there's a big running game coming their way. They'll be ready for it. They're going to test Baker's arm. And quite frankly, through the air, I don't think the Browns are the best team in the NFL. I think the Browns are fine. They have their moments. But Baker can make mistakes here and there and miss guys. And granted, he's been great lately, but still scares the shit out of me. Whereas the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Cleveland Browns defense, that's a mismatch. I don't think the Browns are going to stop the Chiefs all day. So let's put it this way. In order for the Browns to win this game, I don't think they can stop the Chiefs. The Browns are going to have to score 50 points to win this game because I think the Chiefs are going to score 40, seriously. And it's possible if the Browns offense is clicking that they can score that many points. But again, we're talking about they're going to basically need it to be a miracle. What a hater I am. Oh, my God. Ew. I am so fucking pessimistic. I just picked against the Bills and the Browns. I need to go. I I need to go screw myself, don't I? Oh, man. All right. Sorry about the mini episode. It's been a week. Appreciate you. Love you. Thank you for listening.